0: You're listening to The Marriage Project Podcast, episode number 15. The Marriage Project is a community organization that exists to educate a future generation while encouraging and inspiring hope for this one through the portrait of God's design for marriage. It is a collective of stories from couples spanning across the nation and globe to share with you the hope they have found in Jesus. This is a one-stop shop to hear how God has impacted each life here and to shine light and shed light on what our part is in his plan. Hey guys, so glad that you're here with us this month, or rather with me. Here I am recording for episode 15. I just got through editing through Daniela and Zach Peck's interview. I was traveling last month and had such a fun time. I went to New York City, was planning to go since last November. My brother actually works in the fashion industry and has a really cool job out there. They put on some production events for different companies and part of their job is doing fashion week. So a couple of friends and I got to go to some of the fashion shows while we were there and that's really what we built this trip around. So once in a lifetime, Type experience, but I thought, hmm, maybe I could interview someone while I'm out there. And I remembered that Daniela had reached out to me a while back, offering to share her and her husband's story. And so I thought, ooh, maybe they can be the couple. So I reached back out to her and she said, absolutely. And so we decided to rent out this really cool space in Brooklyn. We got some great coffee that morning, got to know each other a little bit more. We had never met in person. We'd only messaged through Instagram. We decided to meet up for coffee. Um, Shout out Say Coffee, S-E-Y, if you're ever in Brooklyn. It's a really cute little spot. And drove over to the space. We had a couple hours to shoot and record. And you'll see in the photo portion just how unique this space was. There was plants everywhere everywhere. And it was a little warm, so we ended up opening a window, and you get to hear New York in all its glory. The construction and sirens going on outside the window, but I just thought, you know what? It adds so much to the episode because that's where we were. We were in New York, and that's what you get when you're in New York. So I really hope you guys are encouraged by this episode. I love what they share. I love how they met at an early age. They both met when they were middle school and high school age, and God just had to redefine their relationship. And they split and came back later in life. The Lord brought them back together after he did that. He had to do a separate work in each of their hearts before he brought them back together, and there was just a lot of things that they had not processed through that they needed to process through and Zach talks a lot about that that he suppressed a lot of his emotions and he felt that men aren't allowed to cry men aren't allowed to have emotions but the Lord really just tore that down tore that lie down and showed him how to process and so they both share just that that process just how they got to come back to each other and they weren't really pursuing each other but how God had that in his mind all along for them to be husband and wife. And I really think this episode would be great for a younger listener. If you guys have anyone in your life who is middle school age, high school age, this could be a really great jumping off point for a conversation you could start with them. And something they hear might change the trajectory of their life and what their thought is toward God, what their thoughts are toward girls and guys, what their thoughts are toward relationships. So I highly encourage that. And as always, I pray God speaks to your heart through the sharing of this testimony. Without further ado, here are Daniela and Zach Peck. So I am here in Brooklyn, New York with Daniela and Zach Peck. I wanted to just start with your guys' testimonies to... You were what life looked like before Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, introduce sure. yourselves too. Okay, yeah. I'm
1: Daniella. I am from New Jersey. And so I grew up, I was Catholic and I went to CCD and I did my communion, and that was just like a routine in, yeah. in our family's life. And it was nothing more. What is than your that. nationality or heritage? Uh, Italian, and my grandmother, she was British oh yeah so like it's kind of cool yeah so i i I like that (laughs) we have some family in england so i was grew up i grew up catholic and nothing ever stuck for me i was kind of sharing that with you like you know, the best thing that did come out of being Catholic was knowing God, but not mm-hmm. having that relationship with him. Mm-hmm. When I did become a Christian, it was a little bit more of an easier transition because mm-hmm. we believed in the same God. It was just, mm-hmm. now it was more of an intimate relationship, more of like, I know who Jesus is. And, right. you know, so it was deeper than that. Would you get into your word
0: growing up? or No was that way.
1: You? No, no, I never read the Bible, like, yeah. uh, growing up, like we would have class and yeah. like, I would be fooling around all the time with my friends and, you know, so like I wish I grew up in a Christian home where like, you know, you have like the leaders and you have mm -hmm. people mentoring you in that way, you know, discipleship. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I'm really excited when we do, when we have a family and like we get to raise our kids up in that, you know, like a Christian home where not to say my family, you know, was bad at all. I'm just saying like, it's a different, um, I think it's just a different perspective totally and um yeah. just a different type of lifestyle that i'm yeah. like
0: excited to to do with with zach so getting back to that so how did you get out of coming from a place where you didn't know god personally mm-hmm. what was that transition like
1: um it was actually had to do with him and okay. his
0: family okay. yeah
1: yeah we i started dating him when i was uh, like 12. Oh, like 12, okay. Almost right. 13. Yeah. yeah. And his family, they grew up in the church. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: you can kind of, yeah. Know. So that, what's your background? Yeah. What's yes. your history so, and nationality? Do you know? I,
2: well, I recently found out cause when I got, when I got married, yeah. uh, Daniela said, if we're going to start a family, then I need to know my ethnicity because <laughs> I, I want I... to know what my kid is. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. That's right. Yeah. So that. for some backstory to that, I grew up, I, I was adopted when I was younger. So my biological mom, I knew, but my biological dad is still a mystery to this day. Um, and so that was, uh, I really think like the seed that not only brought me to the Lord, but for like 12 to 14 years just sort of led mm. down this path of like lies and just mm. you know um just destructive tendencies i grew up as a calvary kid i grew up in going to a local calvary okay. um for i think about 12 years and oh, then i wow. went to another calvary in new brunswick um and yeah I, I was a sunday school kid just in it that i never really um planted any deep roots mm. but i was that kid who went to awana i was that kid who you know knew the Bible ver- well actually no I didn't I was like <laughs> I had friends with the kids who memorized the Bible I was just the jokester that would oh, just be it. like um you know anybody read Song of Solomon and they're like oh uh-huh. that's a bad book you know <laughs> so I never weird. really knew like and and I think that really reflected my relationship with the Lord as well mm. so a lot of the serious things the things mm. that probably would cultivate good growth were the things that I joked about you know, um so I love the the way our pastor puts it is kind of like playing marbles with diamonds, you know, like Whoa. the goodness the yeah like the <laughs> like the good attributes like just the the Christ like attributes of my mom and my dad or you know the uh the consistency with just um, my high school friend growing up were just things that I looked at as like things that like holy people did, mm. but I just joked about them, mm. so I never really had any like solid ground and anything because I was like the I think the Bible talks about the idea of the double-minded man because mm-hmm. I went to public school you know Monday through Friday and then Sunday I would be the holy kid Saturday mm-hmm. was like my free day I did whatever I wanted um you know so it was very as I was growing up like trying to please my mom and go to church and trying to please my friends and go to school right. you know and sort of um have that relationship was very straining and the wasn't even a breaking point because even my relationship with the Lord didn't start as like there was this like wow moment it was a gradual Mm, thing the Lord's all about the long game so like Started when I was young, when I found out I was adopted, around 12, when Daniella sort of came, well, 13. Well,
1: so, yeah, I'm 12, I, I'm 12 right now, yeah. <laughs> no, when he's two 12. years older than me. Got it, okay. So, he was already in high school when we started dating, he was a freshman, mm-hmm. and all his friends were making fun of me because he was dating a middle schooler. That's owner. right, yeah. Oh, wow. I remember wow. that, yeah. Hey.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh... I think the thing that I, even around that time, I said that by me being adopted didn't really affect me much, but the thoughts mm-hmm. in my head were just, your biological mom doesn't love you, this family just has to deal mm-hmm. with you, you know, mm-hmm. the church friends don't really know who you are, they mm-hmm. don't know your brokenness, mm-hmm. so I kind of took all of those lies and and uh, responded with a relationship mm-hmm. with Daniela, and very early on, too, is like, you know, you could start to see the almost like a bleeding heart of just like mm. this this brokenness still wasn't processed right because the way it was processed mm. for me was just being like a goofball picking her up, spinning her around, like just telling a bunch of jokes, and people were like, um, you know, you don't know your biological mom, like that's a mm. serious thing, and I was like, well, not to me, it's, it's whatever, you know, like right. you let's, make light of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but then in my quiet moments you know there was that because of even at church there was that lack of mm-hmm. depth with the people who actually mm-hmm. would process through it the right way there wasn't really any processing to it mm-hmm. other than video games other than you know joking with my friends and then mm-hmm. starting broken relationships mm-hmm. and that really defined a lot of mm-hmm. who I was you know so like a lack of depth with my friends mm-hmm. uh, escapism and you know just a, a very tainted view of you know just women overall you know because I think I think with my um with my mom there were like she she wears the pants in the family so you know so there was very much like a a great respect for her and her emotions and her feelings but I never saw like um the proper processing with my dad so there wasn't there wasn't really this balance of you know the, the man not knowing how to process with it, but sitting through it with her
0: right. and
2: the processing of those emotions. So I just had all of these emotions that I right. knew were valid and okay, right. yeah. but I had no idea what to do with them, Got you know, because my dad never shed a tear until I was like 18. Wow. So it like wow. so, I, so. I was very much like, yeah. you know, I guess guys just don't process emotions, right. but girls do. So here's all of my emotions, mm. you know.
0: Interesting, yeah.
2: And it's it wasn't a weight that I think, you know, there's, there's so many different facets of, like, pieces of our lives that we're called to have, you right, know, with, like, right. with discipleship, with our relationship with our spouse, with right. our relationship with, like, people over us, where I just gave her all of it. Everything. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a weight that she could bear, so I found other people to bear it Got that it. were ladies, you know. I see. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was young, though. So you guys, how long did you date in that period? And then did you hurt – it sounds like you might have hurt her or – Yeah. yeah was, there there's other – girlfriends or how did that
1: yeah so we were together um like on and off i feel for like almost three years like it was just a messy relationship Mm. i think because the lord wasn't in it i mean not to say that relationships are perfect but like i think the lord didn't define our relationship Mm. and he wasn't at the center like i wasn't a believer at the time i wasn't a christian you know he he grew up in a christian home but like he was kind of explaining his story and stuff yeah that kind of struggle so, like, the Lord was just not the center of our relationship right. at right. that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it caused a lot of, like, heartbreak, um, trust issues, and, you know. Right. So many different things on both of our ends that, mm-hmm. you know, where we just hurt each other. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and, and then it, so, like, his family would invite me out to church, and yeah. that's where I first saw that like seed of you know a christian Mm -hmm. what a christian church is like because i felt so like welcomed in i was like wow it's totally different than a catholic church like you know it's it's like more welcoming and you know you have relationships with people and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so um but i still didn't come to the lord yet even when we were Mm -hmm. we were young and then we um we ended up uh, breaking up he went to college Mm -hmm. and i went off and did my own thing and Mm -hmm. That's kind of where, like, I found my identity, my happiness in him, you know, and mm. in, in, in different relationships. In Zach, in Zach yeah, yeah. In um, just different relationships, I was always going, like, boyfriend to boyfriend, like, after him, you know? So, yeah. it was a journey that the Lord really had to take me on mm. to, like, realize that my identity is found in him. And, oh my gosh, when I when I came to know that, I was like, my mind was blown, you know? Like, wow. um Was there a moment? Yeah, there, there was. Yeah, so... When we reconnected after he graduated, yeah, he would always invite me out to the church that we go to now. He'd be like, "Come, like come to Wednesday service, come to it every week," and I'm like, "No, leave me alone. I don't want anything to do with church." <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you were
1: say him. <laughs> no church. Like I was like, I had a vision of what I thought Christian people were like, you know. Sure. And so was there a moment you got hurt because you had that welcoming
0: experience? No, then- it was just.
1: I think it really was just what the media fed. Okay. people you so know this is
0: before you attended with him and like exactly. had that experience yeah got it. yeah okay.
1: so we were like um we've always kind of stayed connected mm-hmm. somehow and then we just like really reconnected after he graduated um and that's where he started inviting me out to yeah. church and stuff got it yeah
2: well that just yeah. to chime in there um the thing that's so interesting too is she was met with that welcoming community, but then because of the the hurt in our relationship, mm-hmm. my invitations were tainted. Yeah, because it was very much like you're just trying to make like it was. It was so bizarre because I, when you when I was trying to bring people into the other half of my life, there wasn't this like smooth mm-hmm. transition. So like there were times where my church friends would come to a party with my school friends, and I would be nervous. Okay, and then in the same respect, like when I tried to bring her to church, it wasn't right. it wasn't met with like the you know the welcome because I was called like a hypocrite in school, and even she would say like, "Well, you're saying these church things, but you're treating me opposite. like you know yeah. you're treating me horrible." Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, so it wasn't a good witness, not right. at all, no. right? No, but no, no, no. he
0: got me to go to church. Right. So, like you know, but so <laughs> yeah, we're getting to your moment. So, what happened in your life, Zach? Mm-hmm. And we'll get back to yours, Daniela. Mm-hmm. But what happened in your life where that like finally switched? was it after she did come to church or had that nope. moment <laughs> oh, so, no. so before
1: it was it was before, it was like probably like six months or a year before i feel what's because it? that's oh. when you started going to calvary
2: well when again she, okay yeah. again yeah you know? well yeah. she started yeah there was this yeah there was this like this weird time where our focus was finally off of each other mm-hmm. you know we she started going to ch- like after i got out of college was still dating a bunch of girls we got back together it wasn't good for us at all so right. we were in the same church but we parted ways so like we would see each other at the youth group like right. you know and um but our focus was really in the right place you got know it. and I think because I was on church staff at got this point it. yeah okay. I was like six months so it's into like the double
0: life was happening yes still and then yeah was there just like that moment though like what was that for you but you say yours was gradual
2: Mine was gradual, yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I feel like
1: you might be, um, like, jumping ahead a little bit, because Uh you started coming back to church for a while, until I even became a Christian, Mm. and you were, like, getting connected there, making all your friends there, and I feel like that's really where your relationship with the Lord was, like, totally Mm. different, like, you really were invested in your relationship with the Lord. Yeah, a
2: lot of the things that I held dear, so, like... Mm. So my, my friendships, I held very high. My mom, I held very high. Relationships, I held very high. Mm-hmm. And so all of these things, the Lord was slowly redefining, or I was just replacing the idol. So like with my friendships, there, were, there was this guy... Um, Shout out to Josh Bonner because he'll listen to this, and Um, they have a similar story. Um, But uh, we were wearing Clarks, and we became friends because we wore Clarks.
0: (laughs) Yes, Clarks for the win. I wore them the the other
2: day. But then the week after, he's like, "I'm going away to Fort Lauderdale (laughs) for college." So, like, but he was very intentional about like keeping the friendship going from afar because we, I mean, we connected not only over Clarks, but you know, there was just this like closeness that we formed very quickly you know and so i saw like the beauty of the lord in my friendships and mm-hmm. and um they were redefined in the sense that as i started to you know uh open up and be vulnerable which was very tough as like a guy and just but i saw the lord like blessing it and furthering mm-hmm. those friendships and even josh got married like um mm-hmm. like a year ago or so mm-hmm. and i was confused like it was this very unexplainable closeness mm-hmm. as to where when he asked me to be his groomsman i was like i i don't understand like i don't Mm. get it you know so so gradual in the sense of like you know the lord gave me the definition by just sort of living it out and showing Mm. me himself through it Mm. and then even with um you know with that uh very like broken view of my mom where like she was god i replaced Mm. her with pastors because now i was on church staff so the narrative i started feeding them was just like the past is bad that includes daniela none of that is good but i wouldn't process through any of the actual emotions with them so as soon as i started to i recognized that they're just people you know, mm. yes, like like because hold them making to making
0: them above what they yeah. really exactly, were exactly right. Them. Yeah,
2: exactly. So and I did that with my mom as well. Got Honor it. thy father and mother. But like my mom said jump and I said how high. Yeah. My mom wow. said, you know, like wow. like cookie cutter Christians and I was like, Well, where are they? I'm one oh, of those. I don't wow. want to be one of those, you know. So okay. so these very just like broken from my self processing. Because yes. even when I talk with my mom now it's like, Oh, I see the Lord in it but in at that moment I just had this twisted view on it. Got it. So gradual in the sense of there were things in my life that were holding me back Mm. that the Lord had to really redefine and 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 so like those friendships started holding me accountable to my feelings and emotions and how I treat Daniela you know like even in our marriage like you know friends calling me out with just like you're sharing a little too much you know I I don't need all your dirty laundry so like those friendships that I needed were the friendships that I lacked, you know, the, the pastors are my friends. Yeah. And like, now the Lord's just really blessing that and saying, I'm calling you to be one of those, you Got know, it. pastors. And so it's I like, agree. Oh, that's so crazy. Like the <laughs> wow. things that I held dear, once I gave over, he began to exalt. He's like well, you know. I can
0: give you this back. I just need you to give it to me first yeah. so right. I can remold it. Right, that's right, it. right. And I
2: wasn't allowing for that process. Wow. And okay. even with our relationship, like, you know, I gave it, I gave, we started dating I, I might be jumping so i apologize but we started dating yeah. again when we were going to church now and i gave it over and we we like called it quits and uh-huh. it was good but, but it was like
1: out of nowhere like it just no for the first time we came back together yeah. And we were, and we were both at this time, we were both walking with the Lord and we're like, I don't know, something's just like not right. And it doesn't make sense. Cause like, we're both walking with the Lord. We both love each other, right. yeah. but like something, and it was definitely from the Lord to say like, right. not yet, not right now.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: when we had that big separation mm-hmm. where we were just doing our own thing. Got it. And that is where the Lord met me in saying that like. My identity is found in God, mm. not Zach. Mm-hmm. Your happiness is not dependent on Zach, you know? Oh my gosh, yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah and we had that. that. And that was the break that we needed. Like the Lord, that's, and, you know, He had to realize some things in that time. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, The Lord just needed to speak to me in that way, Mm -hmm. like, I can be okay without having somebody,
0: like, a a guy, you know, to make me happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to not have that define you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. it was definitely an idol in my life, and it's something that I think still has to be knocked down sometimes. I don't think it completely goes away, but I have to, I keep myself in check, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, knowing that, um... Mm -hmm he's not, God is
0: the first, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. And I love that you said that. You're like, this isn't our story. Mm-hmm. It's God's story. Yeah. your yeah. story together. Mm-hmm. So you guys came back together then. So what part of that time period did you finally realize? Cause it sounds like you weren't really pursuing each other or were you a little bit like, kind of,
2: I-, I dated another girl.
0: Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. That yeah, that's what I'm going to say. It? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Danielle's like, yeah, Yeah.
2: So him <laughs> share that. So she came to that wow moment. I did not. And you were still going through like, well,
0: relationships.
2: Yeah. Relationships yeah. were still... An idol. An idol. And I think what I... Yeah. I think, you know, just as I like replaced my mom with pastors, I replaced a broken... Sinful relationship in my eyes with a perfect one, you know someone who was serving in the same ways that I was, someone who was you know uh, uh, have the same callings same calling all that yeah. sort of stuff, but it was uh, what I was doing was I was saying my feelings are sinful uh-huh. you know because because it's like um, you know my feelings are sinful, these aren't valid because you know there's no truth in feelings you know like at no. all. And, um, so I was ignoring that because that was, again, that was the narrative I was feeding pastors was that's bad. Yeah.
0: Right. There can be a balance, like to not be led by your feelings always, but
2: also to not suppress them and say that they're from the devil. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, Because, because even in like our youth groups and stuff, like we feed, you know, this, this thought that when you're. 15 years old like those feelings you're feeling towards a girl are sinful focus on the lord Mm. you know and so it's like well what does that do to a person now when in their quiet moments they're still having those feelings and obviously they're god-given but they have to be given over to the lord so you can redefine them because apart from him they're, they're broken so so the so again those feelings I was feeding were to get the responses that I was asking for, and those responses were, you know, the past is bad, let it die. It's sort of like Kylo Ren, like mm. the past is. <laughs> you know, you're a Star Wars fan. It's like you know, like like bury it if you have to. So that's what I did. Like I took my feelings like and it's I buried our them. Past, you say. Yeah, with well, yeah. just our past. And so they you, started. It was
0: like a closed book then in your eyes Correct. because it was yeah. from the past. Yeah, your yeah. relationship right, right. with Daniela. Yeah. Right.
2: Yep. I was like, don't talk about it. Like Got you know, it. you just processed it as like past is bad god is good in the future i look to the cross but yeah the cross is in the past you know Mm -hmm. it's like we look back to it to respond forward to our future Mm -hmm. so i wasn't letting my future be redefined because i wasn't looking back to the past you know i was just kind of like you know whatever you got ahead of me but but that those things from behind were really weighing me down Mm -hmm. so um yeah so i just had this breaking point where um I was just open and honest about my feelings where I was just like, I love this girl, but I don't know what to do with it. Mm. And I'm with someone else. Like, this is not good. You know, mm. like, is this like a, you know, I just didn't know what to do with it. You yeah. know, because I was like, these feelings are so prominent and I know they're bad. Is there any good? And as soon as I like gave that over to the Lord, he wow. was just like, I've been working through it. Wow. You know, and I remember even like around that time, we both decided to get baptized. Mm. You know, I joke with my, uh, with my senior pastor, I was like, I was like a year on church staff before I got saved. And he was just like, oh, oh. what a testimony. <laughs> you know, it's like Because again, like it's very, like I even say to our middle school kids, it's easy to fake being a Christian and you can do it really well. But at the end of the day, the Lord knows your heart. Totally. So he's gonna like, you know. And that's so what he's after. That's exactly right. Yeah, he wants all of you, not just a piece of you, not just the quoted Bible verses and carrying the your Bible around and yeah, goatskin leather Bible. Like I got all that, you know, but he was just like, I need your heart. You know, because like all of those, you know, Satan just needs a little piece of you, even if it's your past, even if it's your, you know, uh, your family, like whatever the case may be. And so he had my past and he wasn't letting it go. Um, so I had to give it over, you know, and, uh, yeah. So we decided when we got baptized, it was really cool because I, you know, I decided to get baptized, like my youth or my my pastor i would say my pastor yeah. is out in california now but yeah. you know he decided to get or to uh baptize me and all that cool mm-hmm. stuff like really yeah. cool story there and and my senior pastor from one of the churches growing up he was on set so yeah cool story there but <laughs> awesome. um and then she was serving in the church um doing like photography and stuff and she'd been like in chicago and all that sort of that's like her side of the story and she walked up in like a bathing suit with her with her camera. So I was just like, <laughs> oh, like I get like. And it's been a while since we've well, talked context. to each other.
0: Well, context. Why were you, where were you guys? Oh, oh it was a baptized. Baptized. It was, Yeah, it was a beach baptism.
1: yes, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. I guess out of context, that's a very strange like. Yeah, thing I was to like picture.
0: going back. I was like, oh, okay, that's where yeah. we're at. <laughs> so yeah, people there like shoes oh, in her gotcha. bathing.
2: So and I like asked her. I was just like, like, what are you doing here? And She's like, oh, I'm I'm getting baptized, and it just like clicked like. You know it's just this cool moment where i i finally put mm. the past in its right place you mm. know and i think we did it after that so this story is a little jumbled but yeah finally put the past in its right place and i saw the lord's hand in her life apart from me yeah you know because i was trying to force it i was trying to almost be like pharisaical like you have to do these things like mm. makeup is bad straighten hair is bad like, like middle school this is what but but these ideas of just yeah. like you know oh. because again those very um like grace misinterpret it was just like control mm-hmm. you know and so it wasn't like being influential or, or, or trying to live a life for the Lord and so I had mm-hmm. done that but I but I just saw in that moment where the Lord was like once you let her go I could speak truth into her heart mm-hmm. you know but it's not something that you know you can be that example of it right. but you can never speak to her heart the way I can mm-hmm. and I was just like mind blown, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> mind blown yeah oh <laughs> yeah. okay then you circle back around. So you're at the baptism. And then did you have, like, a moment where you were distrusting of letting him back in your life? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, don't talk to
1: me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this isn't right. Because yeah. it just brought me back to our past. Right. Of, like, him, like, you know, right? in our past right. where he was sinful and going back to girls and all right. this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is, like, the last straw. Like, yeah. I really can't even take you back this
0: time. So what was, like, the point where you finally felt... Like, I can let him in. Let him in, yeah.
1: Um, I think we just started talking a lot more. I think you were being more honest and, like, communicating with me. And I just, because I loved him, I just, you know, Mm. I started trusting him. And I, I think I even said to you, I was like, I will not marry you. For like six months, like I will not, like like I need to see that you are yeah. a changed man. Right. You know, like the Lord really worked in your heart, and yeah. He did.
2: Three months later, I proposed.
1: <laughs> was it three months? No, yeah, I don't think so. I think it was like I think it was like six months. We
2: ago. didn't date for that. But okay. no, I didn't. God's because we've known
1: each other. But um, that's true. You know. Each yeah, other. yeah. He just I as soon as we came back together after that long like separation right. of me finding my identity in the Lord and him kind of just the Lord rewriting those idols in his life, or you know, yeah, kind of his story. Yeah. And, and then we came back together, and it was our story. God totally just redeemed it, you know. And um, I started healing from like trust issues, and like I started, um, you know,
0: just trusting him more. And right, because you're backing it up now,
2: right? You're right, it right, probably right.
0: took time, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, and it's
2: still, and it's even still in process, there's right, still it scars from our past, right? Everything's
1: triggers, mm-hmm. and triggers it's just that now our relationship we look to the lord now instead of like looking to other things and like right. looking to other girls or right. looking to you know like for him to fulfill me and stuff like right and like it's not perfect
0: you're already like, fulfilled in christ yeah. like mm-hmm. if he's going to yeah. hurt you you know we're human we right. hurt each other right exactly. but jesus doesn't yeah. yeah yeah
1: no exactly i remember <laughs> i mean you, you can kind of cut this out maybe but i remember <laughs> when i found out because it's funny that you said that. But I remember when I found out that he was with somebody else, uh-huh. I remember the song. Um, I was like, what's the song I always say? This is the song I cried out to uh-huh. when I found
2: King of my heart? <laughs>
1: King of my heart. Because uh-huh. he in the song it's like, um, my God, you never will. Or what is it like?
2: I just remember you are good. You
1: yeah. are good. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Never mind. But, but there's, there's a lyric that. Yeah, and it was just like, you, think... you know, I mean, I think it When in my heart was like, humans will fail us.
0: But like God never will kind right. of thing. That's kind of what was in my heart. Right. So, yeah. So then on the other side, so you guys were married. You said you dated or were engaged for six months. Or three yeah, months? it was not six months so actually. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. we were dating for six months. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well,
2: what what's the date of Mother's Day? April. Oh, I
1: think May. May.
2: Oh May, because because we went to the Dominican or we went yeah. to Puerto Rico in what January?
1: So uh, yeah, what? we went on. I went on my first mission trip. Was it your first mission trip? No. Okay. So. It was definitely six months. I think it was six months. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: It was seven. Yeah, so... It was um... eight. Three (laughs) fingers means eight. Eight months later. Eight months
1: later. I went on my first mission trip, and he was planning to propose to me, and Uh I had no idea. My friends were like, oh, it's going to be the greatest. Like, Mission trips are going to be great. Uh And they knew. They knew he was going to propose. That's
0: right. You proposed on the mission trip. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's amazing. Yes. So we were in Puerto Rico, and and it was like a few days in. it was actually on our 12309 is like our date okay. that we say we started dating. Oh my gosh. Yeah, That's it's on crazy. his that ring that he showed um I mean, Reina. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he proposed on January 23rd, 2018.
0: Okay. So wow. 2318.
1: So wow. like 8 years
0: how many 10 years yeah, later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. So, yeah. Okay, so now we're you're married. How long have you guys been married? We're years. coming on that two years? Yeah, yeah like two let me years. do the math fast. Okay. Two years in July. It's like a two year and July. seven months, I think. Okay. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is like something you've walked through that maybe you wouldn't have anticipated or just a hard thing if someone <laughs> was in if someone was in a marriage? Something you've found, maybe either discovering God's heart, something mm-hmm. you've learned through marriage.
1: I, I don't know. I feel like I can think for you on this part. <laughs> do it but just like adjusting for See another how, human for him <laughs> right. I feel like because oh, he has like syst- I think I mean all of us we have systems in a way of like going about things that right. when another person comes into that world it's like right. your world is like turned upside down mm-hmm. it's like okay now I have to let this person in right. the blending. on my schedule yeah it's the right. blending yeah I think I mean that's what I would feel for you like yeah. I think that was a little difficult for you mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then for me I don't know I feel like our arguments, like, sometimes they're super hard. Like, I feel like we learn... We, they're growing pains, almost. Like, mm. we, like, learn so much in um, the hard yeah. times, yeah. you know? And yeah. like, in the hard moments. Right. And I there's
0: hope. this security in that you're married. Because I feel like from my past, I'm like, I feel like my insecurity in marriage would be like someone's just gonna be able to leave when you right, fight right, that you, right, I used right. to always yeah. try to peacemake yeah. because yeah. I just didn't want to ruffle feathers because I'm like afraid you'll never come back yeah like, I don't know where that came from mm-hmm. but so yeah. no I know to fight mm-hmm. it is a healthy thing and maybe sometimes that's not viewed as such you know but yeah. you're gonna fight in yeah marriage. Exactly. there's no round, way around yeah. it
2: somebody but. I remember early on in our marriage we met with another married couple and they were like we're just really praying through the idea of arguing well mm-hmm. you yeah. know and just that mm-hmm. concept of like you know, seeing the Lord in the midst of the arguments and even right. if like you have to have time away or like step away right. from the argument and just, you know, reconcile later on, like right. just recognizing like the Lord's hand yeah. in the arguing. Because I think it's even like a bit, what is it, uh, uh, it was Jacob who had to wrestle with the Lord. Yeah. You know, and he was very intentional about that, like right. he was always striving for more, like give me that blessing mm. and like I'm not going to leave and there mm. was just this kind of like this tension. Mm-hmm. that we would say isn't okay but you know I think there's something beautiful to welcoming that tension mm-hmm. not only in our relationships but also with the Lord because right. I think you know I refer to marriage as a beautiful headache mm. you know <laughs> and it's like because in like the church today most people are just you know they, they wear their Sunday best they wear their mm-hmm. Sunday smile like they're very fit, like yeah. how's your marriage doing oh it's just so good God's hand is just so in it like I can oh. see him so well and there were times early on where I could not see that and there are even days today where like I can't see that yeah. and so I really started I rung out all the dirty laundry like I said mm-hmm. so, but I, now I started saying like you know it's a beautiful headache mm-hmm. and that gives me it gives my heart time to just sort of like inhale and exhale and just like mm-hmm. where is where is the Lord's hand in the midst mm-hmm. of this argument or in the midst of you know, me being out with my friends too much or, like, not feeding the cats on time or whatever the case may be, like, stupid things that you're just like, you know, um, is it bad that I want to go and hang out with my mom because the garbage wasn't taken mm-hmm. out? You know, like, yeah. and it's like, is that sinful? If, yeah. like, you know, but recognizing that, like, you know, the Lord brought us together. So focusing more on the commitment mm-hmm. than the, yeah. you know, than the um, the conflict, right. you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I think the world, like, I can... I totally get the concept of divorce even outside of being a Christian where it's like you know enough of those conflicts just lead to just wanting separation but yeah. the more you embrace those con you know those yeah. conflicts the more you see Christ in the marriage mm-hmm. like in that union you know um and yeah. I even like I always share this story like early on like there were times where I was like walking to the bathroom in the morning and I would look down at my ring and then I would look at the pile mm-hmm. of dishes and I would look at my ring and look at the pile of dishes and I was just like Die to self, like, and then I would do the dishes, which is like, no, like, no, um, not looking for like a a thank you in return, but just recognizing that the commitment is what leads me to serve, you know, and, and then even recognizing that like, oh, wait a sec. Like, I mean, I think Paul writes about the idea Mm. of marriage and the idea that like, it points to a greater marriage that is to come. And so recognizing that like, she's the closest person to my heart and man, I don't like it. Like, I do not welcome that tension at all. Right. And so, like, how much more, with, when the Lord is trying to pursue my heart, am I not saying, like, mm-hmm. like stay away from me. You're not allowed in those areas, right. you know, because she sees all of me. Right. And that tension is what brings me to see Christ in her, but to, to make me more Christ-like. Right. The Lord is just the same way, where, like, right. he, sees those, he sees those things, and he says, let's walk through this tension together. And he's just like, trust me in it.
0: So to bring it kind of full circle, I know there's so much you could say, I'm sure more, Mm -hmm. but I know you guys talk about your ministries to me. They're really awesome and just unique, but Mm -hmm. you mentioned the youth from your story, like Mm -hmm. your testimony. Did that lead you into wanting to minister to youth? Oh, I have
2: a cool story. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, I think recognizing that my marriage is a greater part of what the Lord's called called us to overall. Uh-huh. You know, even like with she see for her end, like she sees the end of life with her oldies as she calls them. You know, so she sees like the the fruit of
0: yeah. Because you do
1: elderly photography, yeah, and I, and I work with the elderly. Yeah, I call them my oldies but goodies. Oh, how cute! Yeah. So you were kind out... mean. I probably wouldn't say right. that to them, but yeah. i they might like that. We Maybe. work at the opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, we, yes. yeah, we really do. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, so she sees, like, that, that fruit of, like, a, you know, a like marriage. And, and even lived, yeah. amidst, yeah. like, dementia, just still seeing, like, that love that they mm-hmm. share. You know, like, that's not something that is broken yeah. easily, you know. Um, yeah. But for the young people, especially, you know, when every time we do a Q&A, there's relationship questions right, galore. Right, You know, just like, when's the right time to date? Like, when can I marry this person? You know, yeah. like, all those sort of things. But there is this moment where... I got, because we do, on our youth retreats, we do like reverse Q&A, mm-hmm. where the, the, the guy leaders are with the girl leaders, and the girl leaders mm. are with the guy leaders, so the guys are crazy, but the girls are always like asking like college level questions, sure. <laughs> and um, you know, so I, I think it was like a simple question in nature of like, when can we date the guys, even if they're being jerks to us? I answered the question with with a piece from our past yeah. in it that I was like, when i was your age you know so kind of like an old man when i was your age (laughs) but but seriously being able to speak from like it wasn't that long ago like it was like 10 years ago but when i was your age i did not look at you the way god sees you Mm. i did not think about your heart i did not care about your feelings all i cared about was myself what i can get out of you as opposed to what we can provide for the kingdom you know which is like the beauty of our marriage now but It's a very, like, broken, you know, uh, perspective that a lot of kids have nowadays. And so just being able to speak to them and saying, a lot of those guys down there are not thinking of your hearts. So be praying for their hearts to see you the way God sees you. You know, to not just see you as, like, a girl that they can make fun of, you know, or a girl that they can text late at night and say stupid stuff, but someone who can point that, someone who the Lord can further his kingdom and his greater, you know, plan through you guys, you know, and, and just... So that was a cool moment where I got to speak to Danielle, like, almost, like, as an apology. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think, yeah, she wasn't there, but, like, I almost mm-hmm. got to speak to her and apologize. Like a
1: younger yeah, family, almost. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. And just sort of say, like, as a man, let me vulnerably tell you guys mm-hmm. in a way that you would understand that they're not ready. You know, mm-hmm. that they're not going to respect you or see you the way Christ is. But pray for those because there are kids, you know, there yeah. are guys that, yeah. like, are probably there, you know, right. probably not in sixth grade, closer I to know. eighth I grade. I like, they're
0: <laughs> still a little young, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do other like, things. Too. Right, that's
2: exactly right, but, you know, most of the time, like, they, ha- they want to do something with those feelings, and their parents say, don't do anything, so they rebel, and just do mm-hmm. whatever, like, yeah. there isn't really, like, a, a transition plan to getting to dating age, you know, right. so, like, right. praying that older men would disciple them, and praying right. that, like, you know, they would just start to have a burden for you as opposed mm-hmm. to just like a burning passion for you. You right, know? Yeah. Just changing that perspective in their hearts. Right. And that comes through prayer, not through dating them and having them, you know, um, hurt you and all of those things. Like you don't need those things.
0: So but in your ministry it's the other opposite. And you're yeah. saying you see marriages too. I totally mean, yeah. yeah, the
1: totally opposite end of the spectrum. So yeah. it's the kids and then I love the elderly. I think I always loved the elderly. I mean, he doesn't think I did, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, my grandmother, Um, I grew up with her, so she was, like, my second mom. Like, okay. I spent so much time with her, and just, like, I have great grandparents, so mm-hmm. that, like, love started there for mm-hmm. the elderly, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of grew, because I was looking for, like, jobs, and I love photography, and yeah. I was like, I don't know if I could be full-time at this, and what, else, what are the other options, so... Yeah. I ended up working with the elderly, and I do now, too. And it was, like, the best decision I've mm-hmm. ever made. Like, the Lord totally worked in my heart in that. It's just, like, crazy to see how it came to, like, fruition. Right. Like, since coming to the Lord. Like, yeah. there's just... All these things I want to do for the elderly community. And um, right now I'm doing activities with them and stuff. I don't know. I'm just more, I'm really drawn to them. Mm -hmm. And and now um, I started this whole new series, like in my photography where it's elderly stories. So I like photograph them in their homes. And I feel like when you walk into like a grandparent's house, Mm -hmm. like you see like who they are yeah (laughs) and like so that's like really special for me to be like an in-home session Mm. for them you know maybe surrounded by their grandkids or doing the things that they enjoy like cooking or baking or eating and stuff so and kind of just capturing who they are and like their Mm. stories because i say they're like a walking history book you know like just want to talk to them about their lives they lived in a time where you know we were not so true yes <laughs> so you can learn so much from
0: them and yeah. i just i love talking to them so yeah okay so that's so awesome i bet you see so much inside like their home and i think that's so cool that you actually go to them because they might not even be able to get up and around and... well
1: right and they're, it's funny cuz like the past few that i've done yeah. they're like so uncomfortable at first uhhuh but this is how you know they just want that like community that maybe is lost now but right. when I come into their home and then I start taking pictures of them mm. they're a little hesitant like why do you want to take my picture you yeah know? but then I start asking them questions uh-huh. and they're just like they're getting so into it oh, they're like oh here's cute. this thing let me show you this thing that I'm yeah. proud of you know yeah and it's like so cute it's just so sweet to see how like they come alive and it's like someone actually
0: cares right about my story you yeah. know like what would be something you wish you had known before stepping into marriage.
2: More recently as in like yesterday that as we separately focus more on Christ when we come together who we are in Christ begins to complement each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and it and, cuz initially in marriage like we were really conflicting. It was like mm-hmm. I loved I loved discipleship because I just had such a hunger for it because I lacked it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So like I would just go out and hang out with people you know, outside. And then she would just stay at home and say like, come home and hang mm. with the cats. And I was <laughs> yeah. just like, I want nothing to do with that, you know, but then even um, more recently, like recognizing that bringing even single people into our relationship mm-hmm. will strengthen it, mm-hmm. you know, bringing married couples into our relationship mm-hmm. will strengthen it, you know, older couples, like, yeah. you know, elderly, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And cause, cause even with, her elderly sessions that she's been doing, she'll bring me along and like, I won't kid, I'm neither here nor there with old people, but like my <laughs> extrovertedness complements yeah. her introvertedness. Yeah. And so she comes alive, you know, with just right. the questions that she has and I'm entertaining yeah, the maybe, old people. Yeah, you're
0: like like pulling pe- out yeah. something and right. then while well, you can focus on what you're doing. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: That was like, um, the one thing that I really learned in our marriage is like our differences like, they used to, I think, break us, but now that we've come to the Lord, like, our differences can actually, like, help us out, like, so much, right. you know? Because, right. mm-hmm. like he was saying, he's extroverted, I'm introverted, so when I feel like just being a homebody, right. Right. I, you know, alone, I could be alone, like, all the time, right. but he's like, no, like, you need community, like, let's go, we're going out, yes. like, this is yeah. what we need. Yeah. So, our differences um, can really break a relationship, but it's like the Lord is, is just, like, strengthening them, right. you know? Right, because
2: even, like, one of the big things yesterday, like, yeah. um, she she's very empathetic, which, plot twist, I'm not, but I am spontaneous. So, like, her <laughs> empathy and my spontaneity complement each other in the sense of her empathy will lead her to just be on her knees crying for people that you know, she doesn't know how to reach out to. Mm. And my spontaneity, I'll just connect with whoever <laughs> and not know what impacts I'm making. You're the
0: answer or... to the prayer that, yeah. sure. that you
2: very... That sounds very, uh puts me in a high view, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm an answer to prayer. I remember that oh no she was praying for
0: it you're the action the footsteps that's right the door did it yes but it
2: was cool because she was very empathetic towards a friend towards um a couple um, that's going through some hard times and we in the midst of church so like you know spirit moving in the midst of spirit moving Mm. out out, out of that but she was just like i'm really burdened by this couple Uh, and she didn't say i'm not sure what to do but normally i always try to fix her problems Mm. but (laughs) instead of like counseling her through it with just like you should probably reach out to them and, and then just like quoting all these verses and yeah. stuff i just texted them and i was just like what are you doing right now mm. like we're about to leave church so yeah. he took the action and i yes. was
1: <laughs> yeah i was feeling like yeah. empathetic. and it's, you have the discern it yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah and it was like it was this beautiful like sensitivity to the spirit on her end mm-hmm. and just me not trying to quench that spirit but yeah. but compliment it right. with just my and I was just like okay like I know I've done this before and then we just go home and then she's left with the burden that I never actually processed with her mm. but instead we went and we hung out with a couple like we got pizza mm. yeah. you know we processed it like and without without us like prompting it right. they shared what was on her wow. heart you know yeah. and she began to just counsel wow. her counsel them through it, and I just got to sit and I was just like this is pretty wow, good you know it's like oh like, lord you
1: know like, yeah yeah, Absolutely. so
2: it was like we got to bless yes. through you know me taking you know something that I, that comes naturally to me, right. and it, and you know a burden that came from the spirit for her, and we just complimented each other, cool. and just recognizing that like there were so many missed opportunities because mm. of her empathy with just like a right. couple or like a friend or right. whatever the case may be, right. and so like just really recognizing that sometimes leading her is just complimenting her, Mm. you know, Mm. and is just, um, just recognizing my giftings that aren't going to benefit me, but Mm -hmm. are going to, again, benefit the kingdom, you know, because what, what the Lord did through her yesterday had nothing to do with me. It was just me being willing to like, you know, hold her. Yeah, Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah recognize that it doesn't always have to be a conflict but it yeah. could be a complementary relationship it doesn't
0: have to be a conflict it can be a compliment yes right i love that yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay well i feel like that's perfect to end on that i'm gonna awesome. ask your guys' um thoughts on resources but you can give me those and i'll link them for people okay. like books cool. you've read yeah, or yeah. like podcasts or whatever like that What's a color book that you read
2: Oh, the meaning of marriage. Oh, yeah, the meaning of oh, marriage. Come on. Yeah. that's okay. a good one. Yeah. There's
1: a Francis Chan. Oh, book. the You Me and Forever. Yes. Oh my God, it's amazing. I've heard that too. It's a really so, great yeah. book. Yeah. I'll
0: get their list for you guys so I can yeah. link it and
2: then. Oh, and yeah, also to we're we're gonna start a family soon, but family aside, I just yeah. recommended this to uh, Raina earlier, but yeah. the um, uh, parenting by the book oh, by John Roseman. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, it is definitely a worthwhile read, especially because you know it, it the the it's an early concept in the book but just this idea that you know um, parents have kind of uh, taken control away from themselves mm. and given them to the kids mm. and so it's kids center families versus oh, wow. you know parent and Christ center families mm-hmm. and so it's like
1: I feel like that's so necessary in our culture right, right. now like yeah. that's what needs to be Yeah. yeah. and it Switch. started like in yeah. like what
2: was it like, like the 1960s yeah, like the so scenes. like we are kids we are kids that of time. that time you know oh, yeah. so like you know you think about like how we are today where there's just this this level of like entitlement and all this sort of stuff mm. but it's like because our parents have been lifting up our arms as opposed mm. to how we as kids can honor their yes. honor our parents and lift up their arms you know so yeah. it's like really really cool parenting by the book gotcha. unrelated <laughs> to merit. well That's it is fine. marriage it's but yeah it's cool. i like yeah. it well
0: thank you guys yeah. so much Thanks. for driving two hours from new jersey to <laughs> yes. brooklyn new york yes. <laughs> okay great thank, thank, thank you yeah. guys thank you boom of course be sure to follow on Instagram at The Marriage Project Co. or check out the website www.themarriageproject.co to see all the photos that accompany each testimony behind each matrimony. And be sure to subscribe for the community newsletter to get each episode sent directly to your inbox.